0: can seem a little bit academic, but they are important words. And the word that we're going to look at this morning is a very important word for understanding the cross and what Jesus does for us at the cross. The word is substitution. Substitution. When I do click and collect on my groceries... I put in my order and I pay for it and then somebody off somewhere in internet land and in the supermarket chooses my groceries and puts them aside for me to come and pick up. But sometimes they don't have the particular item that I would like or the particular brand that I would like and I get a substitution. Sometimes you get something a little bit better than you expected. Sometimes you get something you go, well, I really didn't want that one. Sometimes, with click and collect, substitution doesn't work out. Back when I was at school, and I'm sure everyone's had this experience, I know my boys sometimes dread these kind of days, the day when your teacher is away sick, or is away doing a course and you get a substitution... Of that teacher. Now, sometimes you score well and you get a teacher that you really like, or a teacher who's got absolutely no clue, or seems like they've got no clue, and so just lets you do whatever you want for the day, but sometimes it goes badly. You might get the deputy principal. Oh, there's one of them here, or two. A substitution teacher. Sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it's, it kind of evens out. Or on the sporting field. I, needed this lo- I need this lots on the sporting field, get absolutely knocked up, tired, exhausted and need a substitution, need to run onto the interchange bench and send somebody else on. Although my quality of sportsmanship usually means I start on the bench. You're the substitution if and only if things go really pear-shaped, like there's three broken legs on one guy. Now, substitution... When it comes to understanding what Jesus does for us on the cross is a very important word. Without substitution, Jesus' death on the cross has little meaning. You see, if Jesus' death on the cross is not a substitution, it could be seen as an event in history, a grand event in history, where Jesus the man gives us an inspiring example of what it looks like to do something for someone else. He took the bullet instead of other people. Or perhaps it becomes a great example of love. Jesus did what he did on the cross out of love. Or to look at it more negatively, without substitution, perhaps that dark Friday in history was the result of just a tragic chain of events where everything escalated and got out of control really quickly. Or even more negatively, perhaps then it would just be this grotesque plan of a tyrannical deity that meant that Jesus, the man and supposed son, was killed. That's if there isn't this idea of substitution but we see in substitution that at the cross God, God as Father, Son and Holy Spirit deals with the mess of sin. Deals with the sin of the world, deals with my sin and your sin. The Word becomes flesh, rolls up His sleeves to deal with the mess of sin. Because Jesus, the Son, at the cross, takes our place. That's substitution. Now, overnight, many, many people will have watched the press conference with Steve Smith. It it was sad to watch on. We wish we could make it go away for him to soften the pain but the reality is the damage has been done and a just penalty has been set for which he is deeply sorry and ashamed. The pain for him is real, the mess for his team and his family is real, the sadness is real and perhaps we wish it could, we could make it go away. Well on a greater scale, sin messes up our lives and the world. And every time we see it in our own lives, every time we see the mess of sin in the lives of people round about it, when it hurts us or we see it in the, in the confusion and mess and brokenness of the world, we wish we could make it go away. But the reality is the damage is done, the penalty is set, the pain is real, the mess is real, the sadness is real and even more than what we see around the sadness and grief of a wrong being done in a cricket team. The pain, mess and sadness of sin is deeper and wider. Except at the cross, Jesus takes our place. In substitution, He does step in to change it. Now, that's the big word, substitution. Now, throughout the Bible, there's another word, a small word, not so technical, not so academic, but equally important, that captures everything that substitution does. For, F-O-R. We don't see the word substitution in John's Gospel, but it's a bit of a highlight The word for is a bit of a highlight in John's Gospel. Uh, Last Sunday we were looking at uh, uh, chapter 6 and this is what Jesus says, look out for the word for. "'I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh which I will give for the life of the world.'" Jesus says here that He gives His flesh, He gives His life so that the world can have life. Jesus substitutes His life so that the world, which is destined for death, has life. He takes our place in death so that we have life. Jesus says this in John chapter 10, I am the Good Shepherd... The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus talks on and on about being the good shepherd and the good shepherd that he is takes the place of the sheep in death so that they have life. These verses come from John chapter 11. These verses come before Jesus' death and here the high priest, Caiaphas, is speaking in a way, prophetically, more than what he knows. I'm going to read a little bit more than what's on the screen. One of the uh, high priests named Caiaphas, who was high priest, spoke up. You know nothing at all. Here they are trying to work out what to do with Jesus. And he says, you do not realize that it is better for you that one man die for the people than that the whole nation perish. He did not say this on his own, but as high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the Jewish nation, and not only for that nation, but also for the scattered children of God. uh, Caiaphas speaks more truly than he realises. John catches that and writes it down to draw our attention to us, to want us to know Jesus' death is not just a political strategy worked out by the religious leaders. It is not just an evil plot. It is certainly not a mistake or a tragedy. Jesus dies in the place of others. He dies for the Jewish nation. He dies for all who belong to God. Jesus' death is a substitution. He dies... For us, Jesus takes our place. Uh, R.C. Sproul is an American pastor, public lect- he does public lectures uh, and, and, and writes great stuff. And some years ago he was giving a public lecture uh, and they asked him to speak on some topics of uh, religion and Christianity and in the world... And along the way, uh, he touched on Jesus' death on the cross. And there he said that Jesus' death on the cross is a substitution, a substitution for us. He just touched on in this public lecture that Jesus takes our place at the cross. Now, as he said that, there was an outburst from the back row. Somebody stood up and Angrily yelled out, That is primitive and obscene. Now, Sproul, having enough peace of mind, kind of paused and looked at the man and said, Can you please repeat that? And with even more anger in his voice, he said, That is primitive and obscene. And Sproul then said, thank you. That is a very good choice of adjectives to describe what I have only touched on. That Jesus' death and the idea that he died for us is primitive and obscene. You see, it is primitive. God's act for us on the cross is primitive because our sin is primitive It is basic to our human existence. And so just as much as our sin is primitive, God has chosen to communicate His love and His mercy and His grace and His forgiveness through His primitive work on the cross. And so that there is nothing more foundational for us in the world than to be primarily coming to God in His primitive work for us. And you say obscene, you have got it exactly right. He said the cross is obscenity, because the sin of all humanity that is brought to the cross in God's righteous wrath and judgment on Jesus, that is the most obscene thing in history, to counter the most obscene sin of humanity. He said, thank you. I think you've understood it perfectly. You see, understanding substitution... Means we should not object to it, but embrace it. And even more importantly, embrace the one who takes our place. Jesus, our substitute. He went to the cross for us, He bore our guilt for us, He bore our shame, He bore our punishment. He bore our sin for us. He died the death that we deserved for us. And He walks into new life for us. In a moment, we're going to sing a song which will be familiar to most of us, which says, Behold the man upon the cross. My sin, your sin, our sin. Upon his shoulders. Ashamed, I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. It was my sin, your sin, our sin that held him there until it was accomplished. His dying breath has brought me life, and you life has brought us life. I know that it is finished. We've gathered together today because it is Good Friday. Because many, many years ago, a good man was killed on a cross. Yes, as a big event in history, a moment that is still remembered and celebrated and marks calendars today. But we don't just gather because it is a big moment. We don't just gather because it is an anniversary but we gather because it was for us. And as we gather together in remembrance and celebration, it is a reminder for us to hold on again to who Jesus is, to belong to Him, to come to Him in repentance and faith, to align our lives with Him, to accept His death and resurrection that it is, for us, to honour and worship Jesus as our substitute, the best substitute ever, better than any grocery substitute, better than any substitute teacher, better than any player that could run off the bench even to win the game. But today we put our trust and faith in, we honour, praise and worship Jesus Our substitute who takes our place.